0: Welcome to Brown Love, the show where we get real about all the things Latinx communities are talking about on your timeline. Brought to you by Netflix and Con Todo. I'm your host, Tasha Polanco. Children and grandchildren of immigrants have a really unique perspective on what it means to be quote-unquote American. This week, we're talking all about the third culture kid. Latinx enough to fear la chancleta, American enough to code switch with ease. What's it like when you're too Latinx for gringos and too gringo for your family back in the motherland? For today's conversation, I sat down with some next generation Latinx actors who are killing it on Netflix right now. Carrie Martin, who stars as Ana in Gentified and Jason Henao, AKA Ruby from On My Block. We came in hot, venting about name mispronunciations before diving into how Carrie and Jason identified within the Latinx community. Hentified. 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 It took me a minute at the beginning. I was like gentified because, yeah, yeah. you know, that's the code switching. And yeah. even pronunciation, mm-hmm. you have to work on that. Exactly. And Jason Henao, mm-hmm. right? Henao. That was an issue you growing up, right? The pronunciation of it. That name?
1: was. Me too. It was such a thing. Like even on spell check, I'd be like, this ain't my last name. Like I put G-N-O-A. I'm like, Yo, who is this?
0: It's okay. I, I ask myself every day. Who is this? <laughs> okay. Well, hello, Carrie. Hello, Jason. Hello. Thank you for being here today. First, I wanted to ask you, how do you identify? And we'll start with you, Jason. Where are you from and how do you identify?
1: I am Dominican. I'm from born and raised in New Jersey, but um, I have both parents of Dominican descent. And then I grew up there every year would go back and live on the farm when I wasn't in school and stuff like that.
0: Into Dominican
1: Republic? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. wow. Yeah, so I like grew up on a farm. Like, yeah, little farm boy. But, en el uh, in El Campo. In El Campo.
0: Which is like the finca. Uh-huh. In, uh huh.
1: I say the Campo. Yeah, we say the Campo.
0: But in, in parts of Latin America and in, in Mexico, because I yeah, know I in the. In finca. Because no, in, in novelas. They say finca. They say fincas. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, a finca. I want a finca one day. <laughs> yeah. but I had a Campo in the yard. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you were born here, mm-hmm. but how do you identify?
1: Um, I think I don't really look for an identification it's more so whatever's going on around me i i adapt so if i'm with my hispanic family i can be completely dominican and it's and then when i'm with like my friends from school i'm um, or whatever i'm i'm whatever i need to be in the moment you know? <laughs>
0: okay yes yeah, so i'm so like, like i'll be latinx today and I'll right
1: be- i'm i'm hispanic today and then i'm american tomorrow so you go with the flow mm-hmm. there okay. was never really no um Necessity and needing an identification for me.
2: So, Carrie, what about you? How do you identify? Where are you from? So, I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Ooh, um, I, I like how you say Southern that. Southern girl. Say it again. New Orleans. Okay. How do you say bang beignet? Be- <laughs> beignet. Beignet <laughs> girl. Never say it. I know. No, I you know, it's so it. like everything in New Orleans is very like Cajun French. Mm-hmm. So, we have the weirdest names. I mean, it's crazy. That's for another time. But, um, yeah, I was born in New Orleans, so Southern girl, born and raised, um lived there all my life until I moved to l a. and i I would say the same thing. i I definitely, though, I don't know if Jersey has more of that like Latino culture, mm-hmm. but the South, at least Louisiana as I was growing up, did not at all. So and my sister's also an actress and we definitely had a culture shock moving to LA because it was so immersed in that Spanish culture that unfortunately we are not used to being from the South where, you know, we have all our gringuitos around us. <laughs> um, but it's been a beautiful thing and definitely something that makes me even more proud to be on this show, to really embody that more. And I guess like I was just different but nobody ever so what did your friends refer to you as growing up um you know it's I I wouldn't say they're like oh that's the Spanish girl I think I was just I was just Carrie you know what I mean It, it never yeah it was never like an issue and my sister actually one time when she was like doing like an SAT form or something like that she was just like my friend next to me was like put Caucasian. Why are you putting Hispanic? Like they didn't even like it didn't even put two and two just because, you know, what did you say? And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I was like, I've never gotten that. I knew I could speak two languages, but it never created an issue or whatnot. Wow. Okay. well, I want to take the time to speak about
0: the acting, right? Yeah. In our industry and your upbringing and how that affects the roles you play and so on. And I know that Um, You play a character, Anna, in Hentified. Yes. Um, And she grew up in a Latino community. Yes. And you didn't really. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit more about the hometown, your character on Hentified versus you in your hometown?
2: Yes. So it's so funny because I feel like if I were to pick a character on Hentified that I'm like, oh, this is who carry myself like. Could be if you just look at me, you know what I mean? Now it would probably be the character that Carlos plays, which is Chris. He comes from that outside, you know, that like small town, Midwestern boy. You know, I wasn't from the Midwest, very different from the South, but it, you know what I mean? Like it's from, it's like, I'm seeing life from the outside in. And that's kind of when I booked this role, it was so incredibly eye opening to me because in every, in every culture and every niche, everybody kind of like bubbles into like what they're comfortable in. Right. Um, and so it wasn't something that was brought to my attention growing up of like the, you know, like the dysmorphia, like the disconnect that a lot of people in our culture have depending on where they're from. Um, so playing the role of Anna really it's like I grew with her. So it kind of educated you Ed- in the sense. Educated a hundred percent. It's like an eye opener. A hundred percent. I can
0: relate to that coming from like a show that it was of incarcerated women uh-huh. and not knowing what they've experienced in yes. it, right? Because it's yes. a different perspective. Exactly. Um, And it's always a beautiful thing as an actor um, to be able to learn from the role you play, right? It's a give and take,
2: right? I think it was the greatest gift because Anna and I are two completely different individuals in every sense of the word, both in family, in life. But as we like grew together, like I became Anna and Anna became Carrie. You know what I mean? And I think like as an actor, that's that's what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that you chance to You definitely want grow. to be
0: along
1: with it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And what about for you, Jason?
1: Um, As in the whole Ruby aspect? Yeah, with Ruby,
0: like what,
1: what are the similarities? What are the contrasts you saw with, with your experience? So I think... Like, just listening to what you were saying, I think the whole interesting part about um, the Hispanic side of Ruby is that that just is, or that just was. Like, it's the same way, like, we're sitting here and, like, the cups are these cups as opposed to, like, a glass cup. That's just the way Ruby is. It's not like he's emerging himself or something's, like, directly Hispanic about him. It's just that he is. So, like, his grandma just, you know, she sews and she speaks Spanish and he eats, like tamales and tacos and stuff for dinner. But Ruby, as a person, is just this kid in high school who's going through the regular things that everyone goes through. We're here to feng shui, your room. That's why we're here. I don't have my own room, but... I have a boner. My cousin just moved in. Not like my cousin-cousin. Like, what's up, cuz? You know, like fam but not fam? Ah, uh, like if you can't keep it in your pants, keep it in the family. Exactly. No, no, not exactly. I mean, there's no blood relation. There is no inbreeding. Oh, and call me Ruben. I'm going by Ruben now. So I think my relation to Ruby was just that I was just, you know, was more so how I was as a teenager as opposed to how I was as a Dominican teenager or Hispanic teenager. I just. You just add the things or you just take in the things that Ruby is. It's just like, I'm just going to sit here and like, you know, you play with something in a scene to make the scene more, you know, Relatable, yeah, or make it more, more interesting, yes. more present, like all these exactly. little acting techniques. So it's like instead of me playing with a pen, here I am like playing with like a rosario or something like that, and that is how you get the essence that Ruby is Hispanic. It's not someone telling you or, or the like set saying of the I'm
0: third. Hispanic, I'm Ruby yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah, you it's know, which like... is where we would love to see the idea of whether you're raised here in America, whether you're raised in the South, mm-hmm. whether you have the group where you surround yourself with, we adapt. Yeah, we adapt, and we also. We fuse, Mm -hmm. right? And we take in and we give out. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of this, right? That's the true melting pot when we're able to do that. Carrie, tell me a little bit about your character, Anna on Hentified. Now, to my understanding, she is queer. She is. You're not. I'm not. And that's another thing we have to work on fitting in in our communities Uh and within the Latinx community. So tell me a little bit about that and the difference.
2: You know, just first off, I think Anna is unapologetically herself. And I found that so incredibly breathtaking like as an actor just to be able to play just this like strong female role without any question like I don't have to answer to anything in that you know in that sense I don't have to give you an excuse for why I'm this or why I'm not this um so I felt like that was the first big thing of I love this character I want to be her you know she's a queer artist
1: artista Anna Morales Anna?
2: Y'all gentrifying motherfuckers can kiss my ass. I'm gonna go meet my new niece. Go choke on your manchego cheese, bitches. Aw,
1: oh,
2: shit. She's bankseeing in
1: this mother. Get it,
2: huh? She, I think, I think her biggest thing, I find that her mom wants to pretend that she doesn't know but she knows, you know, it's one of the it's witch. like they it's something that know. they always know. Yeah, they they and always it's something know. you just don't
0: speak about. Uh-huh. It's like
2: in my own home. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, when we were growing up, my sisters were like, they don't know I have a boyfriend. I was like, I know you have a boyfriend, girl. Like, you know, they just don't want to really know. Oh,
0: We thought they didn't yeah. know. I always thought and I was like, <laughs> I oh, always... damn, how my mom's a
2: witch. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> how does she know this? Exactly. And that's how I feel like Anna's mom is. She's like, it's kind of like she doesn't want to talk about it. But she knows, you know, she always calls her la negra de Anna. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, mom, who this is and who she is to <laughs> me. <laughs> um, but, you know, um, she's just unapologetically herself, and I find that so beautiful.
1: Esperaba que me pintarías enojada y gritando. Apenas puedo creer que todo esto es para ti. Y
2: para ti también, ama. Mira, yo sé que no siempre me entiendes, pero... You put food on the table. You put a roof over our heads. Todo esto es gracias a ti. So this is our show. Our success together. I feel like in that sense, in regards to just being who she is without, I don't want to say without regard, but without, you know, heaven to always question is definitely something that my parents allowed me in that sense. Cause I think that Anna and her mom have such, um, like a combative relationship, but it has nothing to do with her being queer. It has to do with her being an artist and her using her creativity in a way that her mom-
0: And have we not all have that from our family extended or immediate where it's like non-existent? They're, they're starting to
2: question, they're like, are you really gonna make a living from this? How are of you course. gonna make money, girl? Yeah, so in that sense, I was like, oh no, like I can't, I, I don't know how to really, you know, my parents were so incredibly supportive. Like I went to college, I, you know what I mean? And then I'm like- dad, um, I think I want to move to LA and be an actor. And he's like, oh, okay. You know, like very like support. I think like the eighth was like baby steps, like, you know, like walking through a little mud for a little while. Well, how was that that experience with
1: you, Jason? My parents were just like, like, I love them to death, but they were just like, if you look up the definition of like a mom and a dad, that's all they were. <laughs> it wasn't like I'd sit down and talk to my mom like, oh, this is like, you have a doctor's appointment, this, and a third, I'll take you here, that, there. And then, yeah, cocine, vete come. like, it was just that. So I'd be like, oh, I want to do this. They'd be like, okay, bye. Like, it was no, there was no relationship. Because oh, my dad sense. worked from, like, 5 in the morning to, like, 10 o'clock at night. Mm. So he, he'd come home and then, like, stay up till 11, like, eat. And then we'd talk a little something. I'd be like, bye, I want to do this. Can I have money to blah? Like, that was the extent of our uh-huh. relationship. Or, like, so I'd go visit him. So you mean, like, there was, there
0: was never, like, a, a real... Like, you guys really didn't communicate about what you wanted to do. It was kind of like whatever you said you got.
1: It's whatever they, yeah, it's whatever they saw. Like, for a long time, I wanted to be a chef. And they knew that because I cook so much. Really? Yeah. You and like to cook? I can cook. Well,
2: okay. And it's guy I know can cook. Can you cook? Can and you- I'm, like, not that great. Oh <laughs> that means that you can't cook. <laughs> oh like, I kind of pretend from recipes, y'all, but, like... Recipes. you Spanish. I love that, y'all.
1: You just take it and throw it in the pot Everything. and it comes know, out good. It,
2: you know, it's, that con- <laughs> it's like a control with me. I'm like, okay, is this... You know what I mean? It's almost like that fear of, like, just trying it. Well, she That's- grew
0: up... Well, you grew up around the... White friends, right? Yeah, and I think that the food is
2: different in it's, Orleans. It's, very, it's, oh, it's uh, the best all, food I ever had. The New Orleans food is very different oh, for everybody. Yes, else. It was so good. that was like it's my so favorite good. city I
1: ever went to, and I wasn't even twenty one yet.
2: Ah, uh, and for you real? don't have to be
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> what? Nobody in New Orleans hear that. You don't have to be. You don't have to be twenty one. You can just walk in a bar and you're fine. It's
1: just, well, but so the food fun. is good. It's the food so, is so good. I mean,
0: and that's a good thing. Like we all have like different upbringings, but we're able to like either. Whether you had the communication with your parents, whether mm-hmm. you had supportive parents, we're able to do this, but we're able to say that yeah. our parents supported no, us.
1: No, my parents are a thousand percent supportive you know we like, can't
0: talk bad about our parents you know no, they 100%. They're listening to light.
1: like my dad he's <laughs> the one my dad's the one who gave me the money i was like but i really want to go to acting school like it costs this much money please mm-hmm. please please and i think all he heard as like an immigrant parent was school and he's like i want my kids to go to school so yes so he's like escuela, right and i was like yeah uh-huh. and so he gave it to me and it kind of worked out but if it wouldn't have i mean he would have been chilling i'd probably be a chef somewhere you could
0: still do it. You could still be a I I mean, chef. I still
1: do. I still could. Exactly.
0: Oh, you could fuse. I had to just go like you're born Thanksgiving. Here in mini- just like that. <laughs> Those, just like that, we could fuse what we like to do, what we would love to yes. do, where we're from, and mm-hmm. then magic happens, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ask you a little bit about growing up, Latinx. What were your favorite things? What were your non-favorite things about your experiences? And we'll start with you, Jason.
1: Um, my favorite thing? there was There's nothing about being Hispanic that I disliked. Like, nothing. But then I also, like don't understand really any other type of ethnicity I guess so just what I know it's not that I don't understand it like in what sense like I think that in the sense well I grew up in Jersey City which was like voted as like the most diverse city in America like so I grew up with like every other person was something else, but then we were all just the same. So I'm like, so the only thing that's gonna (laughs) differentiate me and you is what, like the food or like what you do. I'm like, I'm, I like my food and I like what we're doing here. I mean, the only thing that really got me upset is like whether it's a baby shower or like dinner or something, it's the same damn menu. You gonna see like (laughs) a peni (laughs) and salad de papa, like the same bullshit. So I'm like, but there was nothing about being Latino that I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing about it, <laughs> nothing except like. Then like I just
0: don't want to be Spanish. I don't yeah. want to be Hispanic. Was, I just that that never crossed me. in
1: my mind. I'm like, why would I? Like some crazy on stuff was like walking around with like church CDs. Like eso? I'm like, <laughs> girl, relax. I know my white friends ain't <laughs> acting like this, <laughs> but that's it. CDs. <laughs> She'd have it in the car, and we'd be playing like some like something. And she'd be like, oh my God. And like, you'd switch from Beyonce to like some gospel things like, I'm like, I'm not about to do no car ride with some preacher preaching for two hours. (laughs) Take that shit out. (laughs)
2: What about for you, Carrie? I would say same. I was very proud. And I think that has a lot to do with my dad, how Uh, just what he instilled in our house, you know, he always had the same. He was like, you're not black. You're not white. You're just right. And it just stuck with us forever.
0: You're not black. You're not (laughs) not white. white, You're just just right. right. (sighs) And
2: I just I I remember any time, like if we were picked on for some reason, I never thought of it as, oh, it's because I'm Spanish. I was just like, oh, it's because they're jealous of something, you know, like or oh. it's it's their insecurity, not mine. Because <laughs> I was like, damn, it's my fat ass. No, <laughs> and, I I, like, damn, damn. and I really have to like give my dad a pat on the back on that because he just instilled a very like a, a strength in us that your
0: parents grew up in New Orleans as well.
2: Okay, so my mom, so my parents are Honduran. Um, okay. My um, my mom's father was a cook on American Navy ships, so. He brought his family from Honduras to New Orleans. His two favorite ports were New Orleans and New York. So I could have been a New Yorker for a second. And I love New York. Like, love it. We love you too,
1: girl. (laughs) Dominicans don't know nothing but New York. (laughs) (laughs) We all landed there. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um,
2: So yeah, so he brought us to New Orleans because of the climate, the vibe. He was like, it it feels like home because like we live basically on the water. So my mom was like, I think 15, 16 when she moved. Um, My parents were like pen pals, like love notes back and forth for years That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And they that's that's kind of like their whole thing. But yeah, I I would give my parents that like high five of they just kind of instilled a strength to not feel different ever.
0: Would you agree or disagree that the third culture idea of of being the product of immigrants coming here Uh and then the result of a fusion being what you represent? What is it something that you feel like, oh, I'm what a third culture is where we really are proud of what we are. We embrace we embrace our roots?
2: I think I I think I would agree. You would agree. Would yeah. you I think
1: I think I'm kind of like the you're kinda of the ideal of like I'm gonna go over here so that this can happen. Mm, kinda, like a product we of we like kinda are like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna come here so our kids could do better, but then Like your parents' kids turned out to like have Dasha, who like became, you know, a superstar in Orange is New Black or like blah, blah, blah. But it's like.
0: Nice plug. (laughs) Nice way to show a little respect. Thank you,
1: Or or Jason on on my block. (laughs) (laughs) Or Anna on Hippify. Or Carrie. Or Carrie.
0: No, but But, I think. This is my thing, right? Not to interrupt you really quickly when you think about that. We come here and we mm -hmm. are kind of like the product up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, I know we we've gone through times where it's like, oh, we come here and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. and you face those moments.
1: I think not only I face those moments, but like, you just, like everybody has a different, you know, story or whatever. So it's like you sitting next to your cousin who like didn't, you know, exactly become the idealization of like, I want to do this so that you can, you know, better your life. Uh-huh. I have some cousins who are like, to like my dad got them a job so it's like i mean you kind of didn't live up to what they not lived up Those to expectations, yeah but you kind of didn't push to become the third generation of like you take what we give you but what america gives you and, and like be you combine yeah, it. Be yeah. They, can,
0: they, 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 they like settle they mm-hmm. become complacent yes yeah because it's instilling us that to like look beyond what's secure what's safe mm-hmm. right
2: but when you go back home do you ever go to Honduras? So I've been a few times. I had like a passport at like three months. The last time I went was like 12 years ago. And what about
0: you, Jason? Do you go often to
1: Dominican Republic? Yeah, but it's been a minute. I think it's been two years since I went.
0: So when you go back home, is there like resistance from home? Like from your family there, the people there, are you considered Hondureña? Are you considered Dominican, Jason?
2: I, I I don't think they consider me Hondureña because I have cousins, like my he's like one of my best friends. He's hunterin but came here at like eight years old, and I'm like, este Hondureño, you know what I mean? Like because like he's you still, do it, it to him. yes, and, because, and he's like he lives in Florida, and you know Florida has like that very Hispanic culture, yeah. And then he's like, "You white girl," because I'm like born in the South, you know, and like every friend I have is white, you know, but our our family we still have fam- we have a lot of family in Honduras and i think for them it's just like it's always just a support system. But I think, like, he and I have more of that little, like, banter towards each other. Um, but there's always love. But the, exactly, 100%.
0: What about for you, Jason, <laughs> going back to Dominican Republic? My
1: family is so violently Dominican. Like, <laughs> I could not go they over there. They wait for you with a chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I cannot go over there and not be Dominican. It's like the American leaves. Except, like, if I'm with my cousins, then we're talking English. But, like, everybody else don't even know English over there. No te dicen viajero.
0: I mean, a
1: it like, I'll be talking a little bit different than them, and they'll be like, I. Ooh, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, none of us Dominicans know Spanish, so <laughs> chill out. But yeah, essentially, it's all support. It's all like, it's all I don't even think, it's so crazy these questions you're asking me because none of that ever crosses my head is like, are you not as Dominican as your counterpart? I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. No, am I, am I creating deep, a new
1: No, but the right thing now. is, these are questions, and the only reasons they're questions is because someone's getting asked it. Yeah, but or, the thing experiencing
0: it. Is, or experiencing it. Or
1: experiencing it, and I'm not. So it's just, it's very interesting, like the two very different dynamics.
0: Yes, yes. That,
2: and I, I think it's interesting that we can relate mm-hmm. in some way because I think I had more of a culture shock in my life coming to LA where everything was Spanish. You really? think so? Yo, all <laughs> yeah. I, di- I did. But it's... but
0: Because it, I, I, for I will... us, it's only one Spanish. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like for us, you know, when you come to LA, it's only one Spanish. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, you don't really see the diversity from Latin America for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. When we come from the East Coast in New York where there's a huge diversity, uh-huh. like you could yes. get... Argentina, you could get Peru, you could get Chile, you could get Uruguayo, Paraguayo, Boliviano, mm-hmm. you know, Guyana. And that's you could get Brazil, so beautiful. Everything. That's everything. So beautiful. When and I came
1: out here, I was like, like, I remember um, Googling, I was like feeling homesick. I was like, I want Dominican food. So I Googled it and it said one place, yep. 27 and miles away. And I bet you I know where
0: it is. I bet you to know where it is. It was is.
1: closed. I was like, Diablo.
0: some brown love. Our next segment is about brown love. Oh. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. And Carrie, you might recognize brown love from your show, Hentify, uh-huh. which is a podcast that one of the characters listens to. And it's two chicanas from the LA area talking about life and love in the Latinx community. So we thought we'd ask a little bit about your love lives. Are you guys down? Yeah. I mean, it's just a little, a little bit. You don't have to go all in. You could be generous. It'll be fun. As long as you're comfortable with consent. I'm asking for consent. <laughs> so what is your relationship status, Carrie? Um, I'm in a relationship. In a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's your relationship status?
1: I am Jason? single.
0: You are single and mingle. Not mingling, mingling.
1: Uh, always mingling. <laughs> always
0: mingle. <laughs> well, let me ask you about, um, I want to make it a little juicy. Any
2: crazy DM slide stories? Anything? No. You don't know, have such a boring social media life. Hopefully it'll get exciting. It's going to get exciting. At some point. It's going to get a lot of DM <laughs>
0: slides. In. What about for you, Jason?
1: It's been a couple. Been- oh. Like,
2: what, can you speak about one? Little,
1: um, can I speak about one? I can't speak about, like, no celebrity DM slides, but I will say there's, like, a lot of... Um, you get celebrity DM slides? Do you? Oh!
2: <laughs> No, because Since you I guys were willing to,
0: play, willing to play I get them all I get them all I've gotten athletes celebrities rappers mm. hip-hop whatever it
1: is all of it right
0: yeah I get all of it I can't go through all of them now yeah. but you know yeah r- literally like I'm not gonna go through yeah all- no I- <laughs> Literally, like, I have to. No, 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 no. You get, you get a whole bunch of response. Some of the M slides is just appreciation. You get a lot of that, a lot of love from people. A lot people. of love.
1: I get a lot of love, which yeah. I appreciate so much.
0: And it's a great thing when, you, when you're when you able to transcend your art and people connect, mm-hmm. your audience connects. That's love, too. That's brown yeah. love, too, right? That yes. is.
1: That's, that's what we're here for as actors, I feel, mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah. Just to have somebody feel something. Well, what about online dating? Have you tried any online dating apps? No,
1: no. I would never. You would never? I don't know. It's just weird. I don't like the thought of like, not just meeting someone and then be like, oh, do you want to like, you have to like. It's like,
0: I feel like now when you go out, you don't really meet people and like vibe I've, with them. Everybody's either doing a hookah on, on, on their, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. their phone and una hookah yeah, and they're una just selfieing themselves. Nobody dances.
1: <laughs> I've never met anyone through like a dating app, but like some relationships have happened through like Instagram, but not like a sliding a DM, it'd be like a friend, be like, yo, this is like my friend, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah.
0: Well, can can we do something with you, Carrie, since you're in a serious relationship? Can you give us your love story in a 30 second? Whew. Really okay. quick, 30 seconds. <sighs> All
2: right, so um, met him in the sixth grade, started dating in high school, dated throughout college, broke up when I came to LA because he didn't want a long distance relationship. And we were at that point in our lives where our paths were just changing courses and we needed seconds. to do anything by ourselves and uh, weren't talking for about six years and got back together last year what, what? you back in
0: <laughs> okay congrats to them That's longevity the That's love the and longevity need.
1: <laughs> all you gotta do is wait six years they'll be back yeah we got that they'll yes. be back <laughs> it's
0: time to play a little game And now we're gonna play a game, guys. We're calling it Hot Take, and it's more of a lightning round. I'm going to say a meme or a pop culture moment, and you gotta tell me your hot take as fast as possible. First thing that comes to mind you can say hate it, love it, trash, iconic, or whatever else. It's just your hot take, all right?
1: I say I'm good under pressure, but I'm really not. I'm what you mean? <laughs> i I'm be telling you, but okay. are you, you work all well under pressure? Always.
0: <laughs> are you ready? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Five, six. I'm gonna start with Jason. Okay. I'm sweating. Don't be sweating. <laughs> I know, I was like, You sweating because I'm making you sweating. Okay. All right, ready? <laughs> Baby Yoda.
1: Um, oh my God, the memes. Yes. Love the yes! Yoda.
0: I love it. I love him. He's so damn Thank cute. TikTok.
1: Um, I don't know. It's too many people acting what? crazy. No. Exactly. Proud Family Reboot. Yeah, I'm yeah! I'm here. I'm here.
0: Okay. Kiki Palmer's sorry to this man. Iconic. Yeah. Pitbull.
2: Yes.
1: Like the artist or the dog. Uh, that's, what
2: I that's what I thought. I, like, I thought one? the artist and I was like, yes, sir.
1: Uh, they both over my head. Okay.
2: The Bachelorette. No. No.
1: People need to bust I'm that show. I'm done shell. with that. Okay. Area 51 raid. I say we all go in there and do it. I know they got shit yes, hiding back there. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay. Y'all down?
1: Yes. Y'all could go in and, and y'all send
2: me pictures. Okay. Uh,
1: bird box. Yes.
2: Uh, I worked at a casting office who cast it before I Fire. booked my show. Damn, you know I haven't watched it? <gasps>
1: What? What
0: the? Hey, Why ain't I watching? Like, because you I have I a lot of shit it? to do. Young, yeah. No, you, you do I it, have a lot busy. of shows to catch up, and you know what? I'm the type of person I resist when it's two. When everybody's on I knew you were gonna say. I'm like, one of yo, of those I'm not watching when the shit fights. Like, like Game of Thrones, I came on later. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate that. I did too. The Office later. Like I was later. Like
1: what is that doing for you?
0: I don't know. It's just natural for me. Like I can't. I don't know. You just don't want to be part of the hype. I'm purposely doing. It's just that I hear it too much. Yeah. Mary Conduing
2: your life? Yes, I do it with my luggage now, honey. That's I'm the obsessed. only way I was able to pass oh, Mary Conduing yeah, your life?
1: Um, no, Does it it you Joy. It like I saw it, but I sometimes I'm just too lazy to like act on it. But that's like part of like I, read I gotta the book, act on it. And then when
0: it came out, I was obsessed because I, she's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> I want her. <laughs>
1: okay. AOC. Oh, I love her. Love her.
0: Oh, my God. I love her. Yeah, come Why on. Can I can say Alessandro Casio. Exactly. Oh, that's so
1: funny. We need some New York change.
0: Big Little Lies.
1: Love it. Yo, Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman. Oh.
0: Okay, I, I
2: haven't watched it. It's okay. You're not going to oh. get the backlash that I got. You're, but right. About. You're right. You're right. I
1: mean, okay. it's okay to some <laughs> Elite. people. I haven't seen it.
2: The one on Netflix? Yeah. I saw like a snippet of, it's kind of dark. I swear, I swear. Stop I swear, lying, Carrie. I swear, it? it's dark. I haven't dark. seen it. It's dark. It's dark? I yes. love dark shit. I'm gonna watch it. La Chancleta.
1: Of course. Stop <laughs> yeah. It's fa-
2: More like La Faja was at my house. I was like, La faja.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's a Faja to you? A uh, belt. Oh, cause ours is like a waist oh,
0: trainer. Oh. <laughs> I'm like That's they hitting you with throwing, the damn oh, waist no, trainer. I thought your mom was throwing her spanks at you. <laughs> oh. A waist trainer. <laughs> I'm at you. I'm like, no, girl, it was like a. No, like I'm scared of that chancleta. I'm scared of that chancleta. You call it la correa. Rough. La correa. Okay. La I'm scared of the faja too because that sh- you know I used to have to wear one in junior high to get oh. the waist. <laughs> they used to tell me, yo, oh, you pon tu na faja para que siempre te. Oh no. Right. Yes. Yes, it was important.
1: My cousin's wearing one right now.
0: That's why I'm like, yo, I don't want to wear Spanx now. Like, let me live. I've been wearing
2: fucking I waist just trainers bought since my I first was like hair. What Spanx? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't need it. I, I, I wanted to like be a part of it. Um, I don't know. Continue. <laughs> it's okay. We've been a part of it. Yeah. If
0: you're talking about the faha that we think, <laughs> you've been throwing fahas at you, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I want to thank you both for being here today Thank you, and having, having some us. fun and being willing to just give uh, us your love, share your intimate moments with us. And with all respect, I wish you the best continued success. Same thank too. you. And so I wanted to end the show by doing a little brindis, sending an affirmation to our Latin community or wish for the next decade for us. Um, and we'll start with you, Jason, and then Carrie, you can take the mic.
1: Okay, so I'ma just wish on to the people what I wish on for myself, which is just happiness. That's like the only thing that you should strive for. And more so is that when you do find yourself in this moment of happiness to enjoy, it. I found myself not enjoying a lot because I was in search of the next form of happiness. And I, I just wish people, especially myself. but. I'm doing it I know people are doing it Switching too. especially
0: myself but for all of y'all yeah
1: but for all of y'all but I'm like it, it like affected me so much that I just I hope it doesn't affect these other people so just whatever moment you're in right now just take the happiness of happiness that
2: moment. and living in the moment yeah and you Carrie man that was good because living in the moment is so important um I would say I don't know maybe just bringing it back to my dad saying that has stuck with me all these years and help me stay strong, it doesn't matter our color, our race, we are just right. We're enough. And I feel like people forget that the person that they are was created for a reason and they're enough in that space. And that being said, That's
1: beautiful.
2: we're going to cheer to happiness, to living in the moment and to
0: accepting that we are enough. Yes. And for the next decade in the Latinx community, (laughs) let's rise. Let's rise and shine. Cheers. Cheers, guys. I don't need
1: no bad luck from (laughs)
0: y'all. Look in the eyes. (laughs) This show was produced by Netflix and Contodo in partnership with Futuro Studios. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow at Con Todo Netflix on Instagram and Twitter for all things Latin Excellence on Netflix. Next week, we have the fab Diane Guerrero in the house. Stay tuned. I've been your host, Dasha Polanco. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Brown love. Brown love. Brown love.